Amen. Amen. I'm sure you can do better. Let's give the Lord a big hand. Hallelujah. Amen. Um, before you sit down, I need you to just walk to nine persons. The number nine has become very important because of your anniversary celebration. Just walk to nine persons. Tell them you will hear my testimony. I need you to do Give them a high five. Celebrate them. You will hear my testimony. You will. 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 You will hear my testimony. If you believe that, give the Lord a big, 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 big. Amen and amen. Please, you may be seated. First and foremost, I'd like to thank God for making it possible for me to be with you this morning. Um, having worked with God over the years, I know that with God there is no coincidence. With God there is no accident. Everything is pre-arranged and predetermined from the foundations of the world. So about this time it has been destined by God that I will pass through prayer temple. Am I talking to somebody here? And uh, you know, I've been a preacher for a while. I have come to discover that even if for a person, God can send a preacher. Not necessarily for everybody. There could be somebody here under the sound of my voice. God have seen your tears. God have heard your prayers. God have seen your burden. God knows your pain. And it could be the reason why I'm passing here. And it is my sincere prayer that this day will mark the turning point in your life. If your amen is the loudest, you are the one God sent me to. Let me touch your neighbor say, I'm the one God sent him to. Amen and amen. I must appreciate your pastor for a man with such kind of a large heart. Because you see, when you have the kind of heart your pastor has, then you will definitely connect with God's plans and program for your life. And having this kind of a pastor, you can then be sure that you are, yeah, yeah, yeah. Amen. Amen. So having a pastor like yours, then you can be sure that you are in the right place. I must tell you the truth, I'm getting to meet him for the first time closely as much as we have seen in meetings. But I can say this to you, there are men truly sent of God. And without a doubt in my heart, he's one of such men. Uh, I must tell you the truth. He is, he is, he is, he is. And for as many of you that are on transition with him to a destination, I'd like you to know that very soon when his success story will be written, yours will be amplified. It will, it will, it will. I saw the building project while I was working in the design and I said to myself, what a glorious opportunity to be part of something historic. Because you see, when you die, I'm already preaching. When you die, you will be judged by your impact and input in God's house. It, the most unfortunate thing that can happen to a Christian is to enter a finished auditorium because your input will be less. It's as, it's as serious as that. So when you find yourself in a place like this, it's an opportunity, hear this, to believe God for resources because God does not need your resources. He just needs you as a channel. 
every opportunity for a project helps position yourself for his supply. He will build his house. He will build his house. Unfortunately, when you are not positioned, then you don't partake of the resources. So ladies and gentlemen, I'm so excited that I can see what God is about to do. And I congratulate every one of you because resources are coming to you. If your amen is the loudest, your hands will not be empty. So I thank God for your pastor, a man of great vision, a man of large heart, a man with divine destiny. And I'm glad that this day we are connected and the friendship begins from now. I might talk it. So if you love your pastor like I've come to do, please let's celebrate pastor. David, we're a big, do you sit down to celebrate your pastor? <laughs> please give this man big, 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 big hand. Big hand. Man of God, we thank God for your life. More grace and God will perfect what he has started. In Jesus' name. Please be seated one more time. Before I share briefly, I think with the permission of your pastor, let me introduce to you my books. I was on transit, and like he said, it is God's desire that I come through here today. Um, there are people who write books for commercial purposes, but for some of us, we are under divine instructions to document our revelation for upcoming generation. So the purpose for writing this book is not commercial at all. And so if you pick each and every of the book, it will bless you. So um, there is one here titled Outstanding by Understanding. It simply means that you are destined to be the best of the rest. When you are a child of God, you don't have to compete. You don't have a rivalry. Thou shall be the head and the Bible say only. It means wherever you find yourself, you must of necessity capitalize on your divine potentials and work yourself upwards. Outstanding by understanding. I pray that becomes your portion. So this book will help you know how. The second one is basically for everybody that choose to work for God. Because you see, uh, it's titled Doing a Rewardable Work. Uh, it's important to know. Hear this. It may shock you. God does not reward you for working for him. Because anything can work for God, including mosquitoes and animals. A donkey spoke for God. Anything can work for God. So imagine God rewarding a donkey with what? God reward you not for working for him, but working with him. It is your work with God that makes your work for God rewardable. And so this book will teach you how to know that when you find yourself in your in the choir, it's not about singing. It's about your relationship that determines the impact of your singing. So working with God makes your work for God rewardable. This book will teach you how to really work with God. Somebody say amen. The third one is my most favorite book. It's one of the best-selling books in Nigeria. It's titled Another Kind of Them. The essence of Christianity is actually to enable you to take advantage of divinity and correct the errors of your humanity. When you are born, the first bath is a bath thrilled with weaknesses, with limitations, with adversity. And so if you don't understand the purpose of the second bath, which we call born again, you will suffer again even if you are born again. I'm not talking to somebody here. So the purpose of this book is to say to yourself, if I am born again, then I can look at the first family and say, I am another kind of them. 
that if I come from a family where nobody gets married, then I can say to myself, I will be married because I am another kind of them. So this book teaches you how to be outstanding among your father's children, different among your contemporaries by taking advantage of divinity. Somebody say amen. The last one, I love it so much, is my most latest book. It's titled Exemption from the Transfer of Aggression. People suffer for what they are not directly responsible for. In life, people are sick. They can't tell where sickness is coming from. Poor, they can't tell where poverty is coming from. If you don't exempt yourself from transfer of aggression, then you will not be able to maximize potential. You will not be able to fulfill purpose. You will not be able to accomplish destiny. Because friends, there are things that pursue us that has nothing to do with us just because we are born into certain families. So this book will teach you how to exempt yourself from the transfer of aggression. Somebody say amen. Uh, So as you pick them, it will bless you. Somebody said to me, how much is it? It's not for sale and then it's not for free. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Because you don't buy spiritual materials, you sow into them. Uh, Yeah, that's the truth. Because you see, you can't quantify the blessing that can come to you by picking one book. So if if I said you pick it for 20 Ghana, it's not much to somebody, to another person, oh, it's a big money. But when you know what you want, no price is too high. I'm not talking to somebody here. No, no price is too high when you know what you want. So as you pick this book, each of them is about 20 Ghana. If you pick three, you have a discount of 10. So you can pick three for 50. And if you can pick three, then if your pastor permits me, I will autograph them for you. If you pick less than three, as you go home, angels will autograph them for you. Somebody say amen. All right. Are you ready to be blessed this morning? Are you sure? Bring out your Bible wherever you are, everybody. Thank you, Jesus. Now do this. I do that everywhere I preach. Say, this is my Bible. Please say it like you mean it. Say, this is my Bible. I believe it's the word of God. I am who it says I am. I can do what it says I can. And I must have what it says I will. So bless me, O God. If you believe that, say Amen. You will permit me to help you pray this morning because I am in a prayer temple and it's important to understand that sometimes it's not about prayers, it's about praying the right prayer point. Because you can pray all your life and never get an answer. Why? Because as much as you are praying sincerely, as much as you are praying passionately, as much as you are praying faithfully, you are praying the wrong prayer point. That was what happened to Anna after so many years of going to Shiloh. Lord, give me a child. This is Shiloh, the house of God. God is here. Eli is the priest of God. And we have my child. And every year she goes to the same place, praying the same prayer, never got in a child. But one day she went to Shiloh and the Bible speaking said, while she sat down, I believe, then she looked at Eli. He was old and about to die. And then she looked at the children of Eli, Hophini and Phineas. The Bible said they were not fit for the priesthood because they were desecrating the altar. So she said to herself, very soon there's going to be a vacancy here because Eli will die. And Hophini and Phineas will not fit in. If I change my prayer to God, give me a child. I will give the child back to you. Am I talking to somebody here? It was a change of prayer points that brought the same desire. The change of prayer point. Am I talking to somebody here? So there are many of you in a short while, I will open your eyes to see what to pray about in a very short moment from now. Whatever you have been waiting for from the beginning of the year that has not entered your hands, I stand here in agreement with your pastor and by the power of the Holy Ghost, a testimony is coming to you. 
I like your amen. Your testimony is coming to you. I like your amen. Your testimony is coming to you. If you believe that, say amen. So look at your Bible very briefly. Genesis chapter number 15. I'll be reading from verse number 13. I'm a very fast preacher, so please stay with me. And uh, if you can write, good luck. If you can't buy the tapes, God will help you. Genesis chapter number 15. I'll be reading from verse number 13. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Genesis 15, 13. Then he said to Abraham, if you are there, please, can we read it together? One to go, everybody. Then he said to Abraham, know of certainty that your descendant, can I have a King James version, please? King James, I don't want new King James version. Because the new, uh, the, the can confuse me sometimes. I'm used to reading the old, I like the grammar. Praise the Lord. The grammar excites me. Okay then, good for me. And he said unto Abraham, know of a shorty. Did you see what I'm talking about? Shorty. Alright, are you there? Can we read? Want to go, everybody? And he said unto Abraham, Know of a shorty that thy seed shall be a stranger in a land that is not theirs. And they shall serve them, and they shall afflict them. How many years? Now you get to talk to me here. How many years? God was precise. 400 years. You can underline that word, 400 years. Now look at verse number 14, and this is exactly where I like. And also that nation whom they shall serve will I judge, and afterwards they shall come out with what? Now you need to talk back to me. They shall come out with what? Great substance. They shall come out after 400 years with great substance. So at the 400 year, God expected that every one of them should be great by the substance that we enter their life. Am I talking to somebody here? Now this is a prophecy. Look at the fulfillment in Exodus chapter 12 verse number 40. Look at the fulfillment of this prophecy in Exodus chapter 12, verse number 40. I need you to pray. If I can't get you to a point where you pray today, then you miss my message. Exodus chapter 12, verse number 40. 40. 40. Are you there? Now you need to read this because this is the prayer point. Want to go, everybody. Now, I need to hear you. Want to go. Now, are you ready? Want to, hear, want to go again? Now, the sojourning of the children of Israel who dwelt in Egypt was how many years? <coughs> I didn't hear that. How many years? I didn't hear that. How many years? Then let us pray. Spirit of the living God, I ask that you grant me the tongue of the wise and the lips of the prudent that I may declare the immortality of your counsel. As I preach in these few minutes, I ask that whoever is under the sound of my voice, move them to the next level of their lives in Jesus' precious name. And everybody say, Amen. Please look up here because while you think I'm starting, I may actually be finishing. While I was coming to this morning service, I had to ask the Holy Ghost what exactly my assignment was going to be. And the Spirit of God revealed to me is to get you to a point where you can pray yourself into the next level by the prophetic voice and direction I'm going to be giving to you. So that the things that you never saw in the past seven months, as we approach the ninth month, God will put them in your hands. If your amen is louder, let me hear it like a believer. 
And in case you want to title the message, you can title it Breaking the Powers of Delay. Please say it again. Breaking the Powers of Delay. Please say it like a minute. Breaking the Powers of Delay. Because of how brief the morning service is, I will just take my time to exemplify, to reveal, to diagonize the prayer point that will enable you pray for the first time like you really, really want to pray. By the understanding of the fact that for many of you, under the sound of my voice, this is not your true level. This is not where God wants you to be. This is not where God expects you to be at this point in time in your life. Because if all things have been normal and things have gone the way they should, for many of you by now, you should have been married. For many of you by now, probably, you should have been married and forgotten the pain of labor. Because all your children would have been given birth to you. If all things had worked out the way you expected them to be, for many of you by now, probably, you wouldn't be in this country. For some of you, probably, you will be in London. For some of you, probably, you will be in Paris. For some of you, probably, you will be in some other part of the world. If things had come the way they should, there are many of you under the sound of my voice. If things had gone the way they should go for you, probably by now, you wouldn't be a tenant. You would have probably built your own house, probably. For some of you, you must have graduated. But hear this, when the spirit of delay is at work, it gets you limited and stagnated. Hello, are you here with me? It gets you limited and gets you stagnated. And it's quite unfortunate, hear this, it's quite unfortunate that the spirit of delay is a subtle spirit at work in the body of Christ and in the life of Christians that if you are not careful, you don't even know it's working against you. If you are not careful, you wouldn't even know that that is the spirit of delay. Somebody said to me, Apostle Paul Odola, you know, when you talk about delay, it's good to be patient. And I asked the person, I said, what do you understand by patient? Because sometimes we use the worldly definition for spiritual terminologies. What do you understand by patient? Patient is not waiting as it were. Patient is waiting when the process is working. If the process is not working, you are wasting, you are not waiting. For example, if you walk into a kitchen and then there is no uh, 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 fire on and there is nothing on the, on the fire that is cooking and somebody said to you, wait for food, you will wait until you die. Because actually nothing is cooking. But when you walk into the kitchen and then something is being fried and something is boiling and somebody say, wait, it's a good waiting because you know very soon something will be out. So there are many of you that are wasting thinking you are waiting. Am I talking to somebody here? Yes, you are, you, nothing is working and you are wasting. So I'm believing God to be married. There is no relationship anywhere. So you are, you are actually waiting because you see, if you don't understand this dynam- dynamics and the tricks of the devil, you will wait until Jesus will come and then you have not fulfilled purpose. And then you have not maximized potential. And then you have not accomplished destiny. All the while you have been waiting. It is my prayer for you today that whatever has delayed you from entering the next level of your life that power shall be broken from your destiny I like that amen that power shall be broken from your life if you believe that let me hear that amen like a thunder 
Yes. So as a child of God, you must please understand that the spirit of delay is a subtle spirit at work. If you are not careful, you can even make a religion out of it. And then you are making songs. You, you, you know, I'm waiting for my miracle. There's this song they used to sing and I had to stop them in my church. My miracle is on the way. And I asked the singer, on the way from where to where? Am I talking to somebody here? If you are not careful, you can build a religion from the spirit of delay. The Bible speaking to them in the book of Deuteronomy. God said, you have dwelt too long on this mountain. My plans for you is not to be on the mountain. My plan for you is not actually to be in the wilderness. Now hear this because I'm going to shock some of you that are believers here. My plan for you is not to be here. God began to quarrel with them. I think it's Deuteronomy chapter 1 verse number 8 thereabout. Or, or Deuteronomy chapter 8. I'll get the scripture. He said you have dwelt too long on this mountain. My plan for you is not to be here. Because hear this. It was a journey of of 11 days from Egypt to Canaan. The journey is 11 days. Because you see, the proximity between Israel and Egypt is not far. So when God brought them out of Egypt, the plan of God was to take them into Canaan the most less than 12 days. But when they came out, and that is the problem with many of you. Watch this. Thank you Jesus. Are you here? When they came out of Egypt, by the demonstration of miracles, the Red Sea parted. Oh, thank you, Jesus. And then as they walked through the wilderness, they enjoyed the pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night. And then when they needed water, water came out of the rock. And then when they needed food, manna fell from heaven. And they became excited about his miracle on transition and didn't desire their destination. Wow! Water from the rock is exciting. The problem with the last day's church is the church that are excited about miracles and not working out the process because miracles are not God's best for your life. Miracles are quick fixes for broken processes. If the process is working, you don't need a miracle. If you walk the process, you don't need healing because health becomes your portion. Am I talking to somebody here? Yes, I. You, you don't have to, oh Lord, give me financial supply. No, sir. You know, I went to a meeting and to say this with all respect to prophetic griefs. I went to a meeting and then I was a guest speaker with another prophet and the last night I was there, I just wanted to see what was happening and then he said to them, get ready for supernatural money. Money is going to come to your pocket. The miracle money is coming and then he just prayed and ask people to put their hands in their pocket. Is the money there? Somebody brought that money. He's a man of God. There is a hundred rand here. And then I ask myself, what will hundred rand buy? Miracle monies are useless monies. When you understand the principle of God's prosperity, you will need miracle money because every day there is a supply. Am I talking to somebody here? That was what he told Moses. He said, take these people from Egypt into the land that flow. Hear the word. That flows. That flows with milk and honey. The ultimate place is the place of flow. 
Where your position and health is flowing, you don't need to be sick, so you won't need healing. Where you are positioning and financial supply is flowing, you don't need miracle money because every day there is a flow. Where there is a flow of protection and you are not vulnerable to any human wickedness or spiritual affliction or aggression, the place is the place of flow, not breakthroughs and miracles. Not because miracles are not good, you can settle for less. So the Bible speaking said they were enjoying manna from heaven. The plan is not manna from heaven. The plan is a supply of milk and honey. The plan is not water from the rock. The plan is a supply of the flow of milk and honey. I pray for you because you see, when the spirit of delay is at work, some of you get excited because there is this little, little quick fixes. Ladies and gentlemen, the plan of the devil is to always keep you in the place of need before supply comes. But the plan of God is to bring you into supply before need arises. Are they hearing me here? Yes, sir. Because you see, when the devil always gets you to the place of need, then you become the miracle-seeking believer. You are looking for when, because you are always in need. Need of one healing, need of one financial breakthrough, need of something here, need of something there. That is not God's plan. The plan of God is the flow that embarrasses need when they appear. And I prophesy to you, to every man and woman, boy and girl, under the sound of my voice, after today, God is bringing you to abundance. God is bringing you to a flow. God is bringing you to a flow. If your amen is the loudest, take a miracle. I like your amen. Take a miracle. Slap your neighbor, say the flow is coming. Touch another neighbor, say the flow is coming. Touch another neighbor, say the flow is coming. If you believe that, say amen. Oh, sit down, let me finish this gospel. So ladies and gentlemen, as a child of God, you must deal with the spirit of delay to enjoy the best of God. You must deal with the spirit of delay. And ladies and gentlemen, the spirit of delay, amazingly, Lord, I thank you. I need to open your eyes so that you can realize that many of you have so much been delayed. And in your delay, you are celebrating mediocrity instead of entering destiny. I'm telling you the truth. You know, you, you think this is all you can be? One of my elders walk up to me and say, Pastor, I, I'm so excited. Please come and dedicate my house. And then he said, I am now a landlord. And I look at him and I say to him, you are going to your house? He said, yes. And then you are a landlord? He said, yes. I said, no, sir. You are not a landlord going to your own house. You don't call yourself a landlord. It's tenants that call you landlord. So when you build a house for yourself, you are a tenant in your house. It's when you build for others, they call you landlord. Am I talking to somebody here? You don't call yourself landlord. They call you landlord because you see, when you don't understand the workings of delay, you will be full of motion with that movement and you'll be celebrating motion. I wake up in the morning and I go to work and then by the end of the day, at least I have a place I'm going, but you know work is not working. Oh yes, you are celebrating motion with that movement. If you are not careful, the spirit of delay walks you into the place of activities without productivity. 24 hours of the day, 365 days of the year, by the end of the year, you have exerted energy, nothing tangible to show. 
It's the same you that entered the air that is exiting the air. All you have succeeded in doing is eating and drinking and looking for conveniences. I'm not to somebody here. Oh yes. And somebody said to me, I thank God. At least I can eat three square meals. Excuse me. Is that the reason for Thanksgiving? If life is about eating and drinking, that is animalistic level. You must know God's best for your life. Life is not about eating food. Life is about feeding the hungry. Life is not about wearing clothes. Life is about clothing the naked. Life is about fulfilling destiny. In fact, life is about giving others life. Life is about giving others the reason for living. I pray for somebody here. Delay is broken from your life. I like that, amen. Delay is broken from your life. I like that, amen. Delay is broken from your life. If your amen is the loudest, take a miracle here. Lift up your right hand. Say, my father, every spirit of delay comes to an end. Now! 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 Lift up your hand. Say, my father, I enter the next level of my life. Now! 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 Let me hear that amen like a believer. Touch your neighbor, say next level. Touch your neighbor, say next level. Touch your neighbor, say next level. Say I hear. Say I hear. Say I hear. Hear. Sit down. I'm getting to finish. Am I blessing somebody? That is why you must leave this service saying to yourself, I am more than this. I can do more than this. I can have more than this. Am I talking to somebody here? War against the spirit of delay. Ladies and gentlemen, listen to this. It will excite you to know that the Bible speaking is ahead. They were supposed to be in the land at the 400 year. I said the 400 year, I will bring you out. All of us read it. At the 400 year, they were to come out with great substance. Genesis chapter number 15, verse 13 and verse 14. In case you are just coming in. At the 400 year, I will bring you with great substance. And then we read amazingly in the book of Exodus chapter number 12, verse number 40, that instead of 400 years, they spent 430 years. 30 extra years outside the will of God. 30 extra years outside divine plan. 30 extra years outside divine agenda. And ladies and gentlemen, can I say this to you? It's amazing to know that 30 years is already enough for a boy to be a man. 30 years is already enough for a man to be, you know, a father. 30 extra years. Do you know what that simply means? If you allow the spirit of delay you can die without becoming what God wants you to be. Because whether you know it or not, logically thinking, there were people that died at the 410th year. So they died without their substance. Oh yes, you need to understand that. What, yes, of course. Whether you know it or not, there are people that died at the 420th year. Because the substance only came at the 430th year. Why God said they were going to be substantial at the 400 year? The spirit of delay is terrible. I am saying this to bring you to a point that when I ask you to pray, sir, you can pray well. Because many of you are not even aware that delay is at work in your life. And if you don't deal with 
with it. You will die like Lazarus. I know you will go to heaven, but you will suffer here. A life without prosperity. A life without opportunity. A life without the fulfillment of destiny. And you are talking about heaven. Sir, the guarantee for heaven is heaven on earth and then heaven over there. He said you shall have a hundredfold in this world and in the world to come. So ladies and gentlemen, if you allow the spirit of delay, you can die without fulfilling destiny. There are people on the day they preach their last breath, as they lay in that coffin, they are nothing close to what destiny has for them. Nothing close. Destined to be married, dying a single. Destined to be mother, dying without children. Destined to be financially great, died begging from hand to mouth. Because they lived without knowing that the spirit of delay was at work against them. Ladies and gentlemen, let me say this to you, it will excite you. When the spirit of delay is at work, if you are not careful, it gives you what I call, it eats your years. 30 years eating out of their pleasure. You know what that means? It means if they had succeeded at the age, at the 400 year, they would have 30 years of enjoyment. So instead of 30 years of enjoyment, it was 30 years of scarcity. 30 years of underperformance. 30 years of under maximizing potential. And then somebody said to me, after all, it finally came. At least at the 430th year. They came out, sir. Hear this to help you pray. Greatness among Santa Calibarat and success has everything to do with timing. Somebody said to me, you know, I am waiting for God. Am I blessing anybody here? I want to get you to pray. If you miss my point, you have missed it. I came for somebody here. Somebody said to me, Pastor, I am waiting for God's time. And I said, time? What do you understand by God's time? Because that is the religion of the spirit of delay. Every day you wake up, you tell yourself, I'm waiting for God's time. Then I ask you a question. Do you know God? If you say yes, then you will know God has no time. Because God lives in eternity. Where he is, there is no Monday, there is no Saturday, there is no Sunday. There is no morning, there is no night. In fact, if you to go by the time of God, a day is like a thousand years and a thousand years is like a day there is no better confused mathematics than that so God has no time so when you say I'm waiting for God's time sir you can wait until you die it's men that determine time you are the one to choose the timing of the manifestations of prophecy you are the one to determine your breakthrough you are the one to determine your greatness if Hannah had waited for God's time she would have died without a child because every year she goes to Shiloh never coming back with a baby but the day she said to herself this Shiloh will be my Shiloh. This prayer meeting will be my prayer meeting. Ladies and gentlemen, she broke through in life. I'm not talking to somebody here. If blind Bartimaeus had waited for God's time, he would have died a blind man. But he said to himself, I have that Jesus is passing today. Today will be my own day. I don't know what other people are doing here, but for me, it's going to be my day of miracle. It's going to be my day of breakthrough. It's going to be my day of success. The Bible said he positioned himself. And when Jesus came passing, he shouted than every other person. You know, and people who didn't understand said to him, keep quiet. You are disturbing the man. He said, all of you don't understand. Today is my... 
I pray for 19 of you here under the sound of my voice as we approach the ninth anniversary of this ministry. May it be your season for next level. I like your amen. May it be your season for breakthrough. May it be your season for manifestation. May it be your season for greatness. Lift up your hand and set fire. Shake your body and set fire. Move your leg and set fire. Yeah, yeah. Hey! Sit down, let me finish. Slap your neighbor, say no more delay. Touch your neighbor, say no more delay. No more delay. So ladies and gentlemen, when delay is at work, it robs you of the beauty of achievement. Please hear this. I want to bless you. It is difficult to get my message at one go. So some of you need to buy the tape. But ladies and gentlemen, hear this. When delay is at work, it robs you of the beauty of your achievement. Because you see, the beauty of a thing is not in it. It's in the time in which it's accomplished. Yes, sir. He maketh all things beautiful at his time. You say, no, I want to get married. And then I want to get married. Excuse me, ma. If you are marrying at the age of 70, is there beauty in that? Okay, it's a wedding. Everybody gathered. And then they ate and drank at the age of 70. Even you won't be able to dance on that day properly. Your waist has ionized. Am I talking to somebody here? Oh yeah. Somebody say it doesn't matter. Let God give me money. If, sir, if you are a multi-millionaire at the age of 90, it's a useless morning. I'm telling you the truth because at that point, how long are you going to live to enjoy that kind of a breakthrough? When at that point, if you're not careful, you will not be seen properly. So how do you buy the cars you love when you are carrying eyeglasses with, 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 that looks thick as Coca-Cola bottles? I'm going to tell somebody here. Now, in the bush, the beauty of a thing is in the time. He maketh all things beautiful, not in God's time, in its time. There is time to graduate from school that makes a graduation beautiful. There is timing for marriage that makes marriage beautiful. Sir, do you know, oh Lord, thank you. When you go to places and you see people celebrate, ladies and gentlemen, life is not about the accumulation of age. It's about the achievement corresponding with time. At the age of 30, there are things you should have. At the age of 40, there are things you should... If you don't know this, you will suffer slow motion. I don't, I don't get whatever time it happens, it's okay. And then you don't know that destiny, where there is no pressure on destiny, the best doesn't come out. Somebody said to me in Gombe State, Apostle Paul Odola, you are very restless. God has helped you. Um, you should take it easy. As easy at the age of this, 35, 34, 35, 40, I should take it easy. If I take it easy now, when I'm 60, what easy will I be looking for? Walk while it's day. Night comet. Because many of you are not aware. The spirit of delay is sapping your energy. The energy, somebody, a young man is sleeping till about 10 a.m. Sir, you have a problem. Timing is pitching. 
He maketh all things beautiful at this time. As I speak to you, ladies and gentlemen, in less than 40 almost about that, uh, you know, I am done married. I am done giving back to my children. If you see my firstborn is about my age. Ladies and gentlemen, I qualify to be a grandfather as I speak to you right now. And then some of you don't really know me and I don't really care because it's not about knowing me. It's about knowing your own destiny. I am one of the highest preacher in demand in my country. I am a blessed man. Money is not my problem. As I speak to you now, if I sit down, my children to the fourth generation will not beg. I have an estate that can take care of them to the next generation. I'm talking about the beauty of timing. If you see my wife, you will think she's not married yet. Because why the veins were still strong? Why the bones were still strong? All the children had come out. Not that they, I'm not talking to somebody here. So that they had gone back to their normal position. You will even know she has given birth. If I tell you I'm a father of a 16, 17 year old young boy, you will not believe why the beauty of achievement is timing. It's timing. Because many of you here are seated. Oh, I am a bachelor. Excuse me. You, a bachelor. You are a manchelo. Your mate has married. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's out here. Nagabo shapanatai. Only a fool takes encouragement and inspiration for an insult. I'm challenging you. Wake up. Destiny is waiting for you. Christianity is not a nickname. It's an opportunity to take advantage of divinity and fulfill destiny. Wake up! Your mate accomplishes things and you're strolling and complaining. Destiny is waiting. And if you don't deal with the spirit of delay, timing will pass by. That is why David prayed a prayer. He said, oh God, satisfy me early. Let me get early because satisfaction actually is when it comes very early. Because there is an age you marry, sir. You won't feel the feeling. You won't feel it. They will have to pass through massage for one round to be possible. Hello? You won't feel satisfaction is in timing, sir. Imagine money in their billions of city enter your hand at 35. Even the money we know it enters somewhere. For a young man shall see vision. Sir, the best use of provision is when vision is coming. The young, when you are young, you will know what to do with money. You will know what to do with money. Why? When it comes early, it brings satisfaction. Can I profess? I hear this because the strength of my ministry is in the declaration of the words of my mouth. Am I talking to somebody here? I am an apostle by calling. And God told me whoever I bless is blessed. What I declare will come to pass. I speak to 19 of you here. On that the sound of my voice. After now, you are entering your next level. You are entering your next level. You are entering your next level. 
Lift up your hand and shout fire. Shake your puppy and shout fire. Move your leg and shout fire. Lift up your right hand. Say, my father, every spirit of delay against my life and my destiny, I reject them. Now, 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 now. Let me hear that amen like a believer. Say I hear. Say I hear. Say I hear. Say I hear. Here. Sit down for one minute and let me help you break it. Do you feel what I'm feeling? I'm more than this. I can do better than this. So ladies and gentlemen, they were comfortable until 4.30. Sir, as long as you tolerate it, you will accommodate it. If you don't see a need to change, you will die in need. If you don't see a need to change, you will die in chains. They suddenly woke up and said, what is this? Huh? At 4.30, we are still in Egypt? No! And the Bible said they cried. So breaking delay is on the power of reaction. Yes, sir. It's on the power of reaction. I won't preach it. I want to show it to you. You have to, sir, you have to know you are better. You can be better than this. You can be bigger than this. You can be richer than this. You're the wise. You will, you will, you will hold on to the onion and concubine of Egypt when you have a destiny of milk and honey. You will hold on to mediocrity when you have a great destiny. So the Bible said in the book of Exodus chapter 2, and they cried. Ah, ah, really? And they cried unto God. And then when they cried, the Bible said, and God looked upon them, and then they had respect. So the question now is, so if they had not cried, sir, they would have died in Egypt. If they had not seen the need to come out, they would have died in Egypt. And this is the scripture I want to put to you. Thank you, Jesus. My two chapter number 13, uh, my two chapter number 12, right from the days of John the Baptist. My two, yeah. Uh, if you can get it from me, I'm almost done now, my time's up. Right from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of God suffered violence and only the violent shall take it by, by, by. By violence shall take only the violence, sir. You can't take what is provided until you are violent. Only the violence shall take by force. Only the, so, what is violence? Violence is a spiritual reaction to every ungodly development. If God said by His stripes I am healed, then I'm not taking sickness. If God said he became poor, that through his poverty I might be rich, then begging is not my portion. If God said with long life will I satisfy you, then friends, I need to knock off the feeling and the thought and the thinking of premature death. So I can face life. If God said, uh, one of my daughters came to me, he said, Pastor, I, I need you to pray for me now. I said, what do you mean? He said, this is my year. I want to be married this year. She said to me, very funny daughter, wonderful daughter, wonderful. I said, Pastor, look at me carefully. I said, yes, I've been looking at you since you are coming to church. He said, no, I want you to look at me now. Am I not beautiful? I said, you are. He said, why are they not coming? I said, they are coming. Now that you can know that they need to come, then they are coming. 
Am I talking to somebody here? Then, you know, while I wanted to pray for her, he said, Pastor, you know why I came to you today? I've been a member for a long time. Have I come like this? She said, no. She said, I was studying my Bible this morning and then in the book of Genesis, they entered two by two. It was from her mouth I had that scripture. She said to me, even in the Old Testament, no bachelor entered the Ark of Noah. They entered two, <laughs> two by two. And then she said, am I talking to somebody here? She said, if animals could be paired, I am better than an animal. <laughs> somebody shout yeah! I prophesy to 19 of you here. Under the sound of my voice, before December, your hand will carry your desires. Your eye will see your expectation. Your leg will enter your manifestation. I prophesy to 19 of you here, whatever you are waiting for, receive them now. 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 Let me hear that amen six times. August, September, October, November, for the Lord! Stand on your feet wherever you are.